390th Off the Lip Radio Show, which we've talked about because we're we're a radio show, uh, but we're a podcast. I'm too cheap to go fucking talk to Jimbo. Oh, that's because our, our – see, our, that's right. Our logo says radio show, so we're going to keep calling it a radio show. Yeah, because Jimbo well, – yeah. Yeah. But welcome, everybody. Tonight we got a great show. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in Santa Cruz, and uh, it's – Cinco de Barney today, so uh, we all miss our friend Barney, so uh, uh, Cinco de Barney. Hope you're enjoying Cinco de Barney. What Barney's doing right now? Probably going... Shredding You somewhere. guys are fucking down there laughing. in cesspit. <laughs> laughing. Tonight, Neil, you don't want to do an introduction? Tonight? No, you do it. You're Me? Good. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. T- tonight, maybe back for the third time. What about your mask, though, Neil? What's wrong with it? Oh, no. He's, oh, yeah, that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're fogging up. Without any further ado, welcome Jason Ratboy Collins to the show. All right. Nice yeah. to have you back, buddy. How's my mouse doing? Is it looking good? I don't know. Yeah. Gay? A little bit gay? It, it, it's, it's a little Sesame Street ish. It's <laughs> made it for me. so not politically correct to say that it's gay. <laughs> you're right. It's I Okay, we take that back. It's just weird because it's got lemons on it and it doesn't fit right and it. It just yeah. looks, like a, looks like a toucan beak. Uh, or a chicken. Look, that's nice. I'm just going to fog up my glasses. You know what, though? It's better than one Andy Mills had. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. We, anyone who watched the show uh, with the chief last week, um, his mask. And what's interesting about that, Neil, is that I, during the show, I was looking at him. I was like, well, I think I should go to my car. I have masks and get him a new mask during the show. But uh, I didn't. I saw some comments you people left. Also, it, by we say that. We're gonna ch- we're gonna go ride. Wait, we're gonna take. Well, we don't have gonna a crew go for here tonight. So we're gonna we can't go for answer any. Qu- we're gonna comments. go for riding the Bearcat, shoot guns, and drink beer. That is true. Wait, sh- do people watch the show? Yeah. They make comments. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Yeah, you can comment about. I'm in for it. Rat boy, if you ever burn right. you or something. You, when you leave here, just duck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they show up too. Uh, it's a little late to start caring. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Jason. Yeah, How's so your day today? Let's, let's start simple as that. What happened today? Fishing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Woke up at 4.30, had some cup of coffee, went fishing, got two bites, got two fish, trolled for six hours, just doldrums, listened to every radio show I could, uh, NPR, turn it off because it's depressing. <laughs> uh, it, you know, just an average terrible day on the Monterey Bay, but I can't really complain because no. it was uh, – Beautiful. Yeah. Two Did fish? Two, two fish? Two, two Chinook salmon. By chance today on the water, did you see a, uh, a, a mom whale with two calves? I almost ran over one of the calves. I saw two breaching. Uh, I think they're humpbacks, but maybe were you talking about uh, well, gray, I saw my, I saw whales? My, uh, they might have been. I, I, they were on the inside. I just don't – I remember seeing a single mother with two calves, and so I was wondering if maybe you saw that today. Uh, I didn't. I, I saw a baby humpback and a couple other um, humpbacks breeding. I'm just going to fog up my screen. You are fogging up. <laughs> yeah. um, and on the, on the subject of whales, have you seen any orcas out there? <laughs> are, are there orcas in the bay? <laughs> Can we get a zoom on that? Yeah. <laughs> you guys might not be able to see that, but he is fogged up. <laughs> Fucking hot air. Sorry. Uh, orcas, yeah. You know what? I went black cod fishing with my buddy about two months ago and saw a pod of about a dozen orcas out. Uh, we're about 15 miles northwest. So there, there's 
it's the same orcas that cruise every year looking for the um, gray whales migrating. Hmm. So Cruising around eating whales. They tend to eat the uh, baby. They, they push the babies off the mother. The mother... Off, right. The jaw, and that's it. Hmm. Pretty much, it's See? pretty sad. And that you is. You hear the baby crying. Ugh. And like I've sat next to next to whale watching boats, and and I'm like, you know, it's sad. But I mean, people gotta eat. People gotta eat. I mean, <laughs> orcas gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, there's it is like mother nature. Y- yeah, there's like God, children, and and <laughs> people are crying, like and this this calf's dying, and you're like, wow, this is that's brutal. But it's pretty amazing yeah. that. We can see that here in the absolutely bay, you know? no, and uh, I, I love what with with the orcas and the pods and the grandpa ones, no, you know, with the, the, the orcas d- d- dorsal fins all bent and yeah. chewed up. They're the CHP. They got the radar. They got sonar. They got it all. I yeah. feel like they're the the king of the o- yeah, oceans. Do you think yeah. is that what they you are like the apex predator? There's a there's a bunch of stuff um, where they documented um, when the orcas showed up at Farallon. Um, and killed a great white, and then the and then the white sharks left. Disappeared. For a while. Yeah, they're yeah. gone. This is pr- the, the new gang. Yeah, the uh, yeah. yeah. The That's like the Crips and the Bloods or something, huh? Apex predators. Showed up. <laughs> they showed up at the hook and kicked the longboarders out. So that is pretty <laughs> wild. It seems like we have almost resident Who would be the apex predator here from Santa Cruz. You think? Oh man. No, nobody. Yeah, not yeah. anymore. Last one maybe was Vince. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the last apex predator, <laughs> Bowen. <laughs> 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 that's the, that's the but he would be—he should have been an actor, though. He was a better actor. I don't know. He was the, what he did on our show was freaking hysterical. Yeah, he should have been an actor. He was good at it. He was better than he was better than. Uh, who do you play? Who do you play the part of? Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah, right. He was better. Than Gary Sam- he was better par- Gary Busey than Gary Sam- Busey Sam- was. He yeah. was good in that. Gary Busey's pretty much a gem. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah, wow. he's he's a partier. Have you uh, been surfing during our Corona scare? Uh, I did about a month ago for a little bit close to home while there was a couple little sandbars, but I haven't been venturing out. I I just I won't surf the land. I won't surf Pleasure Point. I just I'll go to the spots that were off the beaten path, kind of surf average waves and just go less people get you get a handful of waves and call it a surf and then you know stressful. Yeah, battling waves for 30 years is just like that's the last thing I want to do now. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you too. Uh, Salty Crew's got a new video coming out, right? It came out. It's released. You can watch it online. I think maybe today is the last day, the third through the fifth or something. Um, it's pretty cool. There's some. Really do you have any clips in it? I got some old clips because I don't shoot videos anymore, really, and I'm old, but. We got some old clips from the heyday and then some stuff from Alaska when we went last year. It was pretty cool. Really cool drone footage. Um, some fishing footage in there, fishing too? Fishing footage, surfing footage, just neat stuff um, that you don't really see uh, surfing up there. Some cool hmm. stuff in Alaska all over the place. So. Well, and uh, speaking of Alaska, I know you uh, have a home there now, right? Is that? Or yeah, we have a little tiny 400-square-foot uh, cabin um, in Yakutat. I went there in 2000 was the first time I went there, and I went. I sk- missed a couple years, but went back, and then um, recently, probably six years ago, started looking for a piece of property, and we found a property, and we put a little tiny house on it. So, hmm. truck, boat, house, um, hopefully, eventually, be up there full time, not being, um, you know, displaced. So, uh, 
Retiring? I, I want to hear more about this Alaska thing because you are to the point where like, I want to be there full time. What makes it so special? I mean, no crowds, the fact right? That there's only 600 people and uh, half a dozen people surf. And people mind their own business for the most part. They're, they don't judge you on politics or religion or, or uh, you know, anything really. Um, you can just be yourself and um, self, self-sufficient. And um, if you need something, you can go to your neighbor. They can help you out. Like I had a, I was working on, working on my house. I'm not very handy, but working on my house and some dude pulled up. He's like, hey, it's your chance to help me out. I'm all, all right, let's go. He's all pulled my truck broke down you got to pull my boat out of the harbor i'm all all right perfect pulled my truck down there pulled his boat out of the harbor went to his house he gave me some fish i was like perfect yeah hmm. let's go yeah. that's just kind of how it is you leave your keys in the car because if you know yeah. your neighbors need your car yeah they just go and use your car kind of sounds like the 40s in santa cruz <laughs> <It's like laughs> yeah <laughs> remember yeah. My, where i where my house is in new zealand left my uh my kid left all the four doors of the car open keys inside the car Money in there, passports, hmm. everything. Yeah, no problems. Uh-oh. Yeah. I came back and, and the guy sitting next, guy parked next to my car goes, "Only in New Zealand." So how much time are you spending up there now? Uh, like a year? Just a couple months in the summer. Um, my wife's a school teacher, so she gets six weeks. Uh, no, eight. I don't know how many weeks. Mm-hmm. Math teacher and I can't count. So <laughs> uh, she, she gets time off, so we go up in the summers and hang out. Um, and we've been in spring and. Is it winter? It sounds terrible. Winter's snowy. Um, the last few years haven't been too snowy, but um, this year they had like 12 feet of snow or something crazy on at sea level, which is quite impressive. Yeah, I had some pictures of my house just buried in. It's right. Like, uh, yeah. And what do you surf up there? Close by your house? Yeah, there's tons of waves. So where we live is kind of a peninsula that sticks out. So um, if it's windy, if the wind is blowing north, you go through the other side and it's kind of offshore. Right. There's tons of reefs and um, cobblestones, and you know, it's just it's it's kind of hard to get to, and it's a little bit out of the way. And people think, damn, that's right. Alaska. Right. Yeah. You get there, and, and it, you know, May through October, the water's 57 to just like, like here. 63. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's that Japanese current, yeah, a little different exactly, direction. Exactly. Uh, I saw that there. What you guys participated in, like a women's surf camp or something. Yeah. You know what? Um, Icy waves, um, she jumped, and myself, my wife, and um, a couple other people. We we did the first women's actual any kind of surf camp in Alaska, and we had twelve women from all over. Lady from Colorado. Put that microphone up. There you go. Lady from Colorado. <laughs> um, <laughs> you wave it around. <laughs> I'm just you know I'm talking <laughs> with my hands. So I'm just wave it around. Hey, okay, okay. Oh, check, oh, check, yeah. check, check. Uh, <laughs> So we had we had a surf camp. We had twelve women from um, all, uh, a lot of Alaska women, and uh, it was awesome. And hmm. the waves were kind of gnarly, uh, and they got their butts kicked the first day. Second day, they kind of got into it. The third day, um, there was a couple women that were charging it. All of them were really charging it, and, and like, you know, out of their element, but yeah. really just going for it. And yeah. it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, it's kind of intimidating. You drive through a forest. You hit a beach. There's nothing around. You're all by yourself. You've never surfed before. It's like a, the most intimidating in, uh, right. environment yeah. to start surfing in. Yeah. So yeah. it was pretty neat, and it was uh, it was cool. Everyone was everyone was stoked, and um, we had a couple camps booked for this year until this COVID thing 
things happen, so um, we'll push it off. So something you're going to keep doing. Yeah. That's yeah. so really cool. No ki cool. Do kids surf up? A lot of kids surf up there? Um, you know, not a lot of kids surf up there. There's there's a few. In general, there's it, the town's only 600 people. Right, okay. Um, so so that, that surf contest was just, was just for your town. It, it was like a surf camp. So okay. Yeah. Um, the kids all there, like, of course, will, like, tie nets and fish and everything when they're, like, and run boats when they're, like, five years old. It's like yeah. surfing here. You know? Right, right. It's yeah. like what you grew up doing. Right. Uh, and you have a skiff up there, so, so you fish. And how's the fishing? Fishing's awesome. Um, the last few years have been tough, uh, not necessarily from overfishing, but I think just habitat and uh, maybe cyclical. The coho fishing was kind of terrible last year and the year before the um, sockeye fishing was kind of bad. Yeah. So. And then COVID now, so it's, it's like puts a lot of pressure on these towns that, you know, fishing and tourism is their main source of income that's like, you know, that's tourism yeah. devastating. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine every any uh, six pack boat, like anybody who yeah. is fishing and trying to bring in a resort or something. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of sport fishing guys that go in the ocean. There's a, a excellent li uh, river fishing. So anyone that you know, a lot of the lodges are surf herding. So yeah. Do you find one of the pond jumpers with the float planes to get out there, or is there an airport? No, you get two. We got two flights a day. Um, from Alaska Airlines commercial flights, so hmm. you can fly from Seattle or um, Anchorage twice a day. So it's oh, that's cool. It's pretty nice. Huh. Yakutat. All right. No, it's beautiful up there. I always yeah. want to go. To, I always want to go up to Alaska. Never have. Oh. You didn't hear it from us though, you guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> been, it's been on the radar for 20, <laughs> 25 years. When Doc Renifer went up there, yeah, and had footage from back in the day, and what they had to cover there, and it's yeah, you kind of have. Most people want to go to tropical destinations to go surf. The mm. waves aren't perfect. The waves get really good, um, but you have to. It's just like you know, have to time it right. It's not one of those spots where you show up and you're going to score a perfect tug. But right, you got to work for it. And, uh, and, and speaking of Molkoy, like he never left. Yeah, he went for like a van's trip or something and stayed. Yeah, he 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 lives in Canada, but he goes uh, there often. Okay. So he's got he's got it dialed. He's been he's been up there probably five or six times in the last season. So. Yeah, because it seems like I see a lot of social media photos of him like surfing in snow and totally. in good ways. Whenever you see him surfing, there's, never surf there's no one around, ever. No, he, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, ever. he's a mulcoy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he does, he does uh, isolation well. <laughs> this thing's been probably been perfect for him. Totally. <laughs> how do you feel about Santa Cruz now? I mean, do you have one foot out the door, one foot on banana peel? How do you, f how do you feel about the surf scene and what's going on in the town? Are you disappointed, or no, you still right, love it well here? Right now, besides the economic impacts and, and people losing their jobs and all this stuff, it, this is it's awesome. It's like you know the good Santa Cruz, but you know it, Santa Cruz is just busy. Surf's busy, and I I can't obviously I help contribute to making surfing not cool or cool or whatever, so I can't really complain about it. But uh, it's just it's it's. Everyone wants to surf. Everyone wants to go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, and it's just busy, you know. Yeah. All the tech money here, it's expensive and busy. It's, that's not a good combo for me. Well, and y we uh, we had Roof on the show t uh, two weeks ago. And, Last uh, week, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. We asked week. him what his favorite decade was because he's a carp. And uh, and he was like, dude, the early 90s. And he brought you up and all the that posse. And you were, uh, you were so deep into that time frame. That sure, 
today's not how – I mean, that was a magical time, and you were in the middle of it. Yeah, the 90s was good. You could make a living surfing. Um, people were getting paid good money to go surfing. That's like – it's ridiculous. I yeah. mean, you look at, you know, pros that are on tour on the CT, like fighting for world championships, don't have sponsors these days, which is – you know, I, and that's partly because – the little mom and pop shops are out of business and it's everything's based online and right you know and they don't have to market you know how they did back in the day with magazines and everything used social media right. so it's kind of just like it's evolved but <coughs> it's funny how the, sp the surf surfing got more and more popular yet there was less money mo less money for the people who wanted to make a living at it yeah, yeah. Most sports, it's not. not it's well, not the margin shrunk. Yeah. yeah. These chain stores that are supplying, that are paying this, these surf brands the money, the big money, they're not paying the same wholesale price. Right. You know, so the margin shrank. Yeah, like the guys the that just bought shrank. early, they yeah. kicked off half the team that was like, right. It's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think. Uh, so let's let's plug some sponsors. Who who who's who's hooking you up right now? Uh, well, Salty Crew, um, Jared and CJ and everyone down there that um did that like i remember when i showed up and talked to jared and he had the boat called salty and he had a couple shirts mocked up salty crew you know i'm like oh shit that's kind of cool and then you know eventually it evolved and Milo myers got involved who i was sponsored by back in the day um uh, with smp yep um so that was it's cool to see that evolution of smp um and uh Fuel now. Um, me and Brian kind of butted heads a little bit for a couple years, but put that aside and um, stoked to be on Fuel, you know, kind of hometown mm -hmm. feel. Kind of like how O'Neill used to be a little more surf run, surfer run. Yeah. Maybe not the best run, but run by surfers for surfers. Um, not super corporate, weird. You can talk to the main guy. Yeah. Um, well, the Buell team is yeah. just insane. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, they really do. I put together an amazing team. Yeah, I mean, sure. Jamie yeah. O'Brien's on Buell, you know? It's like yeah, it's Jamie O'Brien's been, I mean, it, someone was talking about his YouTube account, and, and you can see the dollar signs and what he's making every day, and I'm just like. He's killing it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys aren't watching Jamie O'Brien on YouTube, you should. Yeah. Because his YouTube channel is amazing. And just how he surfs. Well, the guy's pulling into a backdoor pipeline on an eight-foot catch surf, getting right. barreled like no. you're like, what I laugh my ass off at his stunts that he does yeah. on that thing. It's insane. And then the, 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 the his stoked. Yeah, I saw he, his latest YouTube thing. He goes to Brazil, and he surfs the most insanely terrible good waves, death-defying backwashes, and it's hilarious. But Buell's good, um, and congrats to that. And you got some surfboard stuff too, right? Yeah, we're doing some surfboard stuff with Buell Japan, um, formerly uh, Santa Cruz, kind of the hero over there, took over, and he kind of uh, went with it. And a lot of people give me a hard time for um, writing uh, or, like, uh, representing boards that are made of freaking I know, it's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know a trick for these four He's old four eyes over <laughs> here. Stick uh, your background like that. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I like how I, I got hassled by by Pat Taylor on social media the other day about <laughs> yeah. He's like, all oh, right, soft boards. You can't, I, all these pros promoting these boards. I'm like, I'm like, dude, your grandson is gonna be a professional surfer. What are you gonna tell him when he's gonna get sponsored and like? You gonna tell him no, 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 don't ask. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I sold out a long time ago to be a professional surfer. I literally signed contracts saying we can use your likeness and la 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 and anything like. Mm -hmm. It's not a new thing to me. Mm -hmm. You know, since the '90s, I've been I've been selling my soul, selling my soul for sponsorship money, and I can't blame anyone who wants to ha be a professional surfer and make money doing you it. Take care okay, of me. Well, first <laughs> off, you deserved every penny on your ability to ride a surfboard. Just so you know. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. I mean, that's so. What that's Nelly, you what I mean, yeah, you earned it. Nelly wrote yesterday on my on my Facebook. He goes, he's the best to ride a board in Santa Cruz. That's true. I yeah. saw that. Nelly said that yesterday. You're the best in Santa Cruz ride a board. Yeah, and I, and he's a little biased, but well, yeah, yeah everyone's the best. If you ask Nelly, he's like, so <laughs> <stoked>. <laughs> you know Nathan I mean? Fletcher's yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good. You know, no. I, that stoke is is good. You know, I get I get a little sour on people sometimes, but. We all do. It's kind of my environment I grew up in, you know. People would heckle you until you were crying. I wouldn't show up at parties because I didn't want to get beat up, you know. Like, I'd make sure I looked in the window. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm out of here. I'm not going in there. I'm going to die. Like, held down on the ground in front of people and giving noogies and, like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, proudest accomplishment in your surfing career? Uh, probably, uh, probably winning. Um air show series that Vans and uh, Surfing Magazine and Skip Sneed and Barney and Christian Fletcher started back in the day. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think the first year I got like third and then the second year um, I won. Uh, I, it was, yeah, it was pretty insane. I, I um, it was frustrating to, I grew up during amateur contests um, wanting to do airs, you know, all the people I surfed with, we all went skateboarding and did arrows and everything. So why wouldn't that translate to surfing? And then to not get judged doing arrows while you're surfing was kind of pathetic. And I was always like, like, like this is right. a functional maneuver, you know. And then that kind of evolved into the um, into the uh, error contest, um, which was not accepted mainstream for a while. You know, there's people that were like three to the beach. Well, at the Coldwater Classic, you won the expression session uh, with that, that 360 air, which I was going to say, I thought maybe you would say that as your. That was, that's pretty insane. I was young at that time. I think I was 19. And um, up to that point, yeah, that was probably the beginning. That was the beginning of my career and what got me sponsored. And I got a cover. I was there. Yeah. And the crowd. The crowd, the crowd went nuts. I mean, it was a, 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 a in the history of Santa Cruz surfing. I'm gonna say that that was an electrifying moment, because I, I think, as I recall, Slater was in that. Yeah, yeah. And he was um, he was kind of winning, it was and then you busted that thing out. Yeah, it was a bu there was a bunch of gnarly pros like that. Slater, Colony, Rob, myself. I don't remember who else, but Slater went right on that wave, so I went left on that wave, and I ended up thinking in my head as I was gonna hit the lip that I was a little bit too late um, and then I, I'd never pulled one of those off yet that was your first that one was the first one I pulled wow. off in the expression session it was a billabong expression session mm -hmm. that kicked that kicked <laughs> everything that kicked off your career 
kicked well, off my career. It was a full, just so you guys know, and you can look it up, I'm sure, on YouTube. Yeah. Full rotation. Um, the crowd went nuts. Yeah, it was cool. And I was so, uh, I was so like, phased. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, ugh. I, I actually, like, went to the rocks and I was going to go in, but there was still time left in the in the heat, so I was just like, oh, I guess I gotta go back out. Like, instead of just coming up the rocks and being cool, like, yeah. mic drop, I was just like, <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to do. Like, what do I do with my hand? <laughs> uh, did you immediately know that's it? Mic drop? When, I mean, you, that was... Uh, the I was like, I've never mic? done one of those. Like yeah. what? And then her, uh, oh, not Hurley, it was uh, Paul Gomez and, and Bob Hurley were there, and they're like, yeah, well, they gave me a check for $300, and it, like, Took him like eight months to get me the check, and I was like, <laughs> "Like cool, bro, right on." You still have that board? Uh, nope. Nope. You save any boards? I have my very first surfboard my dad shaped. Um, that I got. It was an old longboard he gave to me for my fifth birthday. I have that one. Um, I have a couple. I have a cover board that I got from Nelly at the Hook, an old uh, Merrick uh, Surf Tech. I got a couple other random boards, but most of the time I was just like sell it for cheap to someone who who wanted a board or I didn't hold on to a lot of that stuff. I have a couple checks from when I won events and um, trophies and stuff. But your dad was a really good surfer. I surfed with your dad before. Yeah, he was totally into it. Yeah, he to, ha to have that board that he shaped you. How old were you? Five. Five. Yeah. Wow, what a treasure. He shaped it out of an old longboard, glassed it in my backyard. Huh. little turdy like I tried to ride it one time uh, like a, a few years ago and I couldn't even stand up on it. <laughs> do you have <laughs> um, do you have some of your dad's art because your dad Jay was a great artist yeah I, uh, I have a bunch of my dad's um, like sketchbooks and, and original art and uh, my brother has uh, my brothers have a bunch of his art and stuff so it's like you can only hang so much stuff in your house yeah, and then right. yeah. a, a lot of it sits there and I just like I don't know what to do with it um, who named you Rat Boy? Uh, so probably, I don't know the exact original. It was, it was, could have been Barney. It could have been Skin Dog, Flea. Uh, it was one of those. <laughs> one of those <laughs> the verbal gem, abusers. <laughs> gem of a human beings, you know. <laughs> like The biggest peanut gallery on the planet right there. Yeah, first time I ever met Flea, fifth grade. I went from uh, Natural Bridges Elementary to Westlake Elementary. And uh, I met Barney, and then I met Barney. Then I walked up, and Flea came over and stomped on my foot. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, nice to meet you too. Like that was my introduction to Flea. Like, you know, 11 years old or 12 years old at, at Westlake. So <laughs> he's been the same his whole yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. I'll just still do the same thing to you. Oh man! And uh, was he surfing? Up? Were you? You were just surfing then, right? Yeah, we were all surfing. Yeah. We'd go to we'd wake we'd. Uh, uh, from we'd all ride to, to Flea's house. He lived on Bay Street, um, and then we'd go. Oh, we drove lemons at cars on on Bay Street. It was horrible, but <laughs> it was cool. Um, Routinely, but, but but this is this is our routine. We'd go meet at his house. Then on I don't know maybe Tuesdays it would be garbage day. So then we'd go down the street and we'd either ride our skateboards or bikes and we'd literally kick over every garbage can <laughs> on the way to school. So it was horrible. I'm sure the neighbors hated us, but then you'd go up Bay Street up to Westlake, then eventually graduated to uh, Mission Hill. So that was where I surfed. Yeah. Um, and then Fancy Pie. And then so. Surf team in high school? 
There was. I think um, I think Ward Coffee started a year before um, a year before I was there, and then did the surf team a little bit in high school, um, and then eventually got kicked out of Santa Cruz High for not going to school enough and went to the Ark. Mm. Uh, there oh, the Ark. A lot of people went to the Ark. The Ark <laughs> where you could skateboard <laughs> before yep. school, go to Derby Park. <laughs> I, I ended up saving my teacher who had surf class, um, Ward Smith. Oh, yep. He went to um, Four Mile one day, and it was just him and I out, and his board hit him in the head, and he was floating face down, like swimming in circles, and I had to, like, he's not a small guy. He's, like, mm-hmm. he was a big guy. I had to roll him onto his board and paddle him in, and wow. by the time he got to go deep, he was semi-coherent, and then uh, uh, it was pretty gnarly. It was a pretty scary yeah. thing. Wow. So uh, I got a little slack from the school board, this little thing, and I'm like, Save him so I can go surfing. <laughs> so we, we've been threatened. He used to come to my house and knock on my door. I gotta go to school. I'm going to school. <laughs> Take me to school and stuff. I'd be like, <laughs> you got a couple of surfing hall passes yeah, for that. It was, it was really interesting. So. Wow. Hey, when you think of Bonnie, what's the first story that comes to mind? And I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, so, high school, middle of the quad. It was like a Derek Brown or Flea or someone. This is just the most whacked out thing. So people just get. In the middle of the quad at school. Which, school, which school? Not like worst case scenario for for kids. Like yeah. Oh, but Barney gets pants, pulls his pants off, <laughs> and then turns them inside out and is like <laughs> the whole time giggling and puts them on inside out and then everyone's just sitting there like, oh my god, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Probably never got pants again if it wasn't fun. He got pants a lot. <laughs> got, everyone did. Everyone did. It was crazy. Da- Dave McIntyre, remember him? Oh, he used to get pants he all the pants. time. The, time <laughs> the contest. You stand there, and all of a sudden yeah. he was naked, and you're just like, oh. Well, <laughs> now, so I, I know that period now because Pete Mel was involved in that whole thing too. And I remember Dave McIntyre, who ran the NSSA, uh, he'd get pants at every contest. And I think he enjoyed it. <laughs> he would wear sweatpants and Ugg boots. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's what Doc Scott would show up with stale bread and hot chocolate to those events a lot. It was, it yeah. was pretty cool. Well, had, uh, the Doc years of putting on the contest, WWSA, what was that? WWSA? WSSA. Right, yeah, WSSA. But Doc was such a legend for putting on th- what he dealt with. Steve Coletta, another one, who's you know been so involved in amateur surfing and totally. our community. And when you add up those th- those names – that's why Santa Cruz, in my opinion, had such a high caliber yeah. of uh, influential surfers. It's because the, there was people who volunteered totally. to make it Dory Arthur. Yeah. You know, there's another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like there's people that, yeah. who spent a lot of time investing in amateur surfing in this town. And the payoff was that 90s yeah. that Santa pay. Cruz dominated. Now you, you know? pay. now you get to pay. Yeah. It, but it was a great time. Yeah. Golfing? Yeah. You, you hit the ball or not? I haven't been golfing that nope. much. Before this, I golfed quite a bit uh, for the first time in a while. And it was, it's cool. It was fun. I, I enjoy it. It's expensive, but it's a lot more mellow than, than surfing. Yeah. You get out there. You yeah. get your turn. Uh, you used to golf a lot, yeah. though, huh? He's yeah. Good. He was good. Very, he was great. Yeah, yeah. I used to golf like five times a week, you know, when I could. I could you and Nelly. Yeah, Nelly used to give me shit. Oh, boy. For <laughs> golfing. Now look and then I'm like, dude, <laughs> play 36 holes seven days a week. I'm like, Nelly's on, secret bro. golf life? 
that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. He's crushed. He can't win the city amateur. Ch- the city amateur. That's all. He's yeah. crushed. Every year he folds like a cheap tent. Uh, was Nelly? Was Nelly the most prolific photographer of your surfing, or Tony Roberts? Tr Tr was then when Tr bailed, kind of like Nelly and Tr was here, and Nelly was kind of like doing his thing, and Nelly was still, you know, getting into it and surfing and that and skating a lot, and then and then Tr kind of just bailed. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to Costa Rica. I'm out of here. And then, uh, and then Nelly was kind of took over that role, and um, Vern Fisher was around, and uh, uh, Bob Barber, obviously yeah, back right. in the day. Um, guys like that um, sh- made made all of ours career. Or, you know, them documenting it. We used to battle though because it was like, dude, I don't want to go shoot clothes out. I don't want to like <laughs> fake some air over your head. I want right. to go surfing. Yeah. Like, right. So there was always that constant battle between us, like. Go there, like that photo you used. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Backside air. Yeah. Stockton was really good. I wanted to go surf Stockton. Nelly's no, let's go shoot its. I don't want to go <laughs> shoot its. Come on, man. <laughs> we ended up getting quite a few sh- or or 26th Avenue. Like I hate 26th Avenue. It's the worst wave in the world. You won't catch me turning right down there. And but the lighting it. though. The lighting's <laughs> phenomenal and it's, it's super photogenic. You know. Mm-hmm. So. You got a big scrapbook? I got, I got. I saved most of my. Uh, Magazine shots back in the day. Well, didn't you have to invoice for that back in the day? Totally. You had to, you had to, you had to, you had to make, you had to hunt down your photos to get paid. Really? Yep. Yeah. You had, to, you had to write an invoice, take a copy, send it in, then you'd submit it, and then you'd work every 50% of a per one page ad and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then editorial, you get this certain amount, and, you know. Now Sponsors made you work. Totally. You just, you just didn't. They just didn't send you a check for getting the cover. Yeah. You had to tear Would that you want to be a professional surfer today? If you no, no, no. no. no I mean, <coughs> I was talking to Nat about it. And I'm all blah, 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 Hurley. I'm all blah. He's all, hey man, I made a lot of a lot of money with Hurley. I'm stoked, and I'm. He's got such a good attitude about it. I'm yeah. like, fuck that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you know, Bob Hurley's did a lot for the surf industry. You know. People could say maybe he sold out for Nike a little bit, but he did a lot for himself. He did a lot for. I the think Bob Hurley is a very nice person. He's an awesome. Yeah, human being. I agree. And congratulations, Bob Hurley. Totally. No, I mean, you know, like you gotta, take, you gotta take care of New Bruno. He mm-hmm. is one of the most genuine humans you'll ever meet. I agree. You didn't know he was Hurley. Right. Like since day one. Like you know, he was Bob Hurley, the surfboard shaper to right. me. That's yeah. what I would like. I mean, it's most people wouldn't even think that, but right. Bob Hurley was a surfboard shaper. Right. And uh, and yeah, they're good with surfboard shaping. Totally. And so, but yeah, it's uh, congratulations. And, and just like what you said, um, it's kind of like going to Green Day in music. You know, oh, you sold out. You're not punk. Well, you know what? Those guys all live in big houses. And and would anyone care today? No. Yeah, you know. So. And, and that and that is, I think, um, he's our he's our royal royalty right now here in Santa Cruz. And I feel like he's a pro's pro. He's doing a good job. No, nah, he, he, yeah, he's the best surfer to come out of this town uh, by far. It's, I mean, he's so well-rounded and he's super professional. And he's, I mean, he's done the best out of anyone in this in from Santa Cruz. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid. Incredibly humble. Yeah. You know. Too it's humble. And well, and, uh, and, uh, and, and too and nice. Well, he's not too nice. Yeah. Just no, just he's yeah. He's a machine. Yeah. He is. Have you been to the wave pool there? Kelly's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I figured out 
after hassling him a couple times. That's not what Kelly wants to hear. Just I, I wanted to go there so bad that I like if I figured if I bugged him enough, he would he would invite me. That was not happening. It took a couple years to even like get on the radar. <laughs> you know, hey hey, uh, you want to go play golf? Yeah. Like let's go do this. Let's go do that. Right. You know. Finally, I got invited, and it was it was it was awesome. And the missus went too, right? Yeah, yeah. It was I'm like the only reason, the only way I can go is if my wife can come, or else I'll get a divorce. Like no problem, <laughs> no problem. I'm all she'll just sit inside. It's fine. I'll, she can have some my way. So like the first wave we ever got, I I went, and then she got the l- second half of the wave, and it was it was cool. It was a, it's such a it's such a cool. People are like, never pay to do that. I've never. Got, you know what? I don't want to go sit on an airplane for 24 hours and go through five different airports to get to somewhere to it where may have maybe waves. there might be a swell and then I'm going to be the hundredth person in the pecking order because the locals are first and sure there's something about surfing the ocean right but if you've ridden like a million waves for over the last 40 years I want to see something new and like you show up and there's catered food and it's amazing food and you sit on the couch and you watch your friends surf and how many waves did you catch that day uh I don't know. You th- I think probably a dozen, a few, you know, 12, 14 waves. Hmm. And I went back another day for like a, um, a science day. They put more water in the pool. They changed the little, um, the little plow on the waves. So stuff was different. Hmm. Um, every time I've been there, it's been better, different. Okay. It's not you think. So it changes. It changes. Every wave's different. Um, even though the contours the same. I mean, the contours the same all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything's kind of, you think it's the same every wave, but there's different subtleties to hmm. each wave. It's pretty well, cool. That's kind of cool. I, I would just think that was just peeling off same thing, but that's interesting. I haven't been there, so interesting to hear it's for sure. It's really neat. Hmm. So you'd, you'd be you'd happy to, to go back. I'd be happy to go back. Yeah. Huh. Is that's it a good way to do airs on? It's pretty weird. It kind of goes away from you. So it's not like especially a good airwave. Um, like Waco is a crazy airwave because it, it like, like shoots like a wedge mm-hmm. at you, or like scary. Where like they're like, hey, Rapper, we're gonna send you an air wedge, and I'm like, oh great, <laughs> like fuck, you fly out of the broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to Waco. I went to Waco. They invited me as a judge, um, the stab crew, uh, and it was pretty cool. Um, I showed up and it was like thunder and lightning and gnarly and a million degrees and. After driving through Texas, I'd never been to Texas. So I was like, whoa, this place is gnarly. It is gnarly. Mm. But it, it's awesome. People are cool. Um, the waves are, are fun. It's weird how the technology is way different than the, the Slater waves. Well, um, Waco's water looked nasty to me. Was it was it weird? That was when that guy had some brain-eating amoeba that he could or could not have gotten from the wave pool and ended up dying. Hmm. Um, but... I guess whatever the thing he had lived in freshwater all over the uh, the south, so hmm. they ended up doing some filter. So, so both K- Kelly's pool and Waco pool are, are freshwater. Yeah. So is it being fr- freshwater being less buoyant? Is it dip- is it different to surf if you use freshwater or no? You would think it is different, but you don't really know. You don't really notice the difference, like. It's not like Rick Kane at the wave pool in Arizona, like where it's just a burger. You're actually there's a lot of juice behind it. Mm-hmm. Get hit, smash the bottom. Hmm. It's, n- it's the last thing you're thinking of. Oh, this is fresh water. Right, right. 
So I'm sure the, pr the like the really good pros have like know the subtle differences like oh I'm gonna write this board but right. twenty seven yeah. point yeah. seven yeah. liters and point twenty two liter more yeah. <laughs> exactly <And> I'm just <laughs> like eh. I'll just ride my boards that I like right so but it is weird though when you fall because you kind of like sink you yeah know, it's it, is, it is it's different and then you know you get flushed with fresh water you don't have like the the salt water sinus thing that you're like. You got some chlorine in your eyes, and end of the day, you're like, have that little like swimming pool, like, oh, my eyes are all swollen. It's <laughs> neat. I, I I would love to go check it out. Fishing, golf, surfing. What's the top? Th put it in, put them in order. I think right now in my life, uh, fishing is number one, just because I'm away from people, and I can I'm on my own schedule, and I can do what I want, um, and it's beautiful people right <laughs> <laughs> did i mention uh, that yeah. <laughs> i'm away from people you know and if i can bring home dinner make a couple bucks yeah or break even paying my slip rent and paying for fuel and blah 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 fishing's not cheap yeah no. so for sure um it's uh, and surfing's always going to be there i have such a, a, an, a connection with chances and with surfing in the ocean that surfing's I'm stoked just to go surfing, whether it's longboarding or shortboarding or riding a fishboard or throttling at Mona Vista or going right. up the coast and trying to surf some novelty waves or whatever. It's it's all there. And then golf, golf's something you can do when you're 100 years old and you right. can barely right. like breathe. So well, yeah. surfing's great for like your style right now because everything's okay to ride. You know, there's yeah. like you know it doesn't matter what you ride as yeah. long as you're having fun and you like to ride everything and you're a great longboarder too. I wanted to ask you about your new skiff. How's it fishing? You got a recently up updated the boat. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought a boat from a dude in Dana Point that had a burn exhaust valve, and he kind of burned me. He's a dick. So. Oh Jesus. I ended up putting like twenty seven hundred dollars into this motor that I thought was like basically brand new. And that was why you bought the boat because yeah. it had a brand new engine. That, that was Harbor Boat Rentals. Harbor Boat Dana, Rentals. In uh, Dana Point. Thanks, bud. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but anyway, whatever. Uh, live and learn. I should have done a compression check. My fault. I've owned enough boats to know what to look for. Right. Big investment. Um, nice boat, though. It looks yeah, great stoked. on the water. I'm stoked. It's got a little tiny pilot house. I can hide it from the elements. And, hmm. and what's uh, your, your commercial salmon? A little salmon permit on my little teeny skiff. Yeah. And then uh, halibut was really decent for April, I think, because of the lack of swell we had in February and March was like the flattest it's ever been in February and March. Literally, like, went from pumping Maverick swells in the winter to nothing. To so yeah, yet. exactly. It was crazy. And warm water, which is... Well, you and I talked about that. We both fish, and uh, what a halibut April. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. fantastic. Well, I don't remember anything like that. No. And so the, the ocean is always changing, Neil. Yep. It's really weird. Yep. And I guess we are, too. Every day. You want to mention some sponsors while we get a chance? I was going to finish the show. I just mentioned them after, after you were done. Okay. Well, you if know? you want to give them a plug right now, that's... I go uh, Seneca's Mountain Brewery. We want to thank the Emily from Seneca's Mountain Brewery. Uh, Sean Rove, I have Farmers Insurance. I want to thank uh, John Rivera, the captain of the Chardonnay. We want to thank Captain John. Saw him yeah. today. Uh, Surf City Sandwich. Thanks, Fig. Brother Timmy up at Pono. Thanks, hey. Brother Timmy. Uh, Beach Dance Vacation Rentals, Chill Out Cafe, where they roll the fatties. People's Coffee, thanks, Curtis, sponsoring the show. Listing Stack, custom idea plugs from listingstack.com. Numa from Aloha Island Grill. Uh, the Wave Clock, your nautical station for waves at the waveclock.com. This one looks pretty cool. There's uh, a new mini one, right? The, the small one or yeah, something? Yeah, Chai Clock. The Kayak Connection. I saw those guys the other day. They're out there. Just gonna, they're out there on the sidewalk. 
Trying to make a living. Is the Elkhorn Slough open? No. Okay. Uh, Pizza One and Aptos and Seabright Deli. Have you been to Seabright Deli yet? Yeah, I do. Oh I live dude. right down the street. That's great. Seabright Deli. Thanks to guys from, thanks Gary and Mary Lee from Seabright Deli and Julie Jansen from Santa Cruz Corps. And one last but not least, uh, Rogue Pies. Thanks, Ed, for the Rogue Pies, dude. Weird. <laughs> Those the things guy that has the pies at the uh, yeah. Have you had them yet? Farmers market. Oh, dude. No, I didn't stand in the line, but it looked Ro- killer. They're killer. And last but not least, Star Benny. Uh, they scream at me every day. Why aren't restaurants? Why is the fucking motel open next door, and the restaurant, <laughs> their restaurants closed? I, I mean, I can understand. I can understand their frustrations. But I feel bad for anybody that has they a don't business. Do take out. I they guess do, it's not. It's like not. Yeah. Take outs like yeah. barely, you know, making it. You know. Yeah, not I know it's so th- that's a that's a scary thing is the economic impact what's going to happen in the future uh, and the restaurants that aren't going to be around. Oh, I heard Johnny's isn't opening. Johnny's closed. Really? Forever? That's what I heard. That's what Hans. That's what Hans. Believe that. Hans told me. J- Han, Hans uh, said that's that. really a bummer. Well, I, I you know it's I I feel it. I we, we've been closed here for what two months. You know, it's it's uh, the bank account drained, and I'm looking forward to getting back to business for sure. I know. But it seems like everything's looking up and up nowadays. How's it affecting uh, the fish prices your, in your commercial fishing? Uh, salmon, uh, halibut was okay because there were still supermarkets open, and my buyer has, has quite a few supermarket accounts, so that's an essential business. And uh, you, s- you sell to my buddy Tom McNary. Tom McNary down Tom. at uh, Tommy. At yeah, him and I play uh, golf every. We play a lot of golf together. Oh yeah, good. yeah. Sea scrape. Yeah, sea scrape. Yeah, three o'clock. <laughs> the three o'clock game. Yeah, Patrice who owns He's La Costa is awesome and, and yeah. has swamp and yeah. Uh, also Lillian Sue. Those guys are all uh, anyone local uh, that has a restaurant that's been trying to do it and knows how hard it is to run a restaurant business. And I just I feel for all those people because yeah, I like to cook, but I don't like to cook every single night. Right. I yeah. Well, I think it's awesome. Uh, like, the imagine how you've been being a, 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 a small skiff commercial fisherman for a long time now, and think how many halibut you've put on tables here in the community. You know, it's a lot of people who have eaten halibut in restaurants here are eating stuff that you went out and you caught. Just, you're thank you lucky stars. You're not in the restaurant business. Yes, well, I agree. <laughs> but it's also cool to think like how many times you've fed people. Yeah, like because of your efforts, you know. So. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I understand how people don't like seafood com- sometimes because they get a terrible product if you get a f- if you get a fresh product oh that's salmon i got made the salmon that hans gave me the other day was unbe- was superb. yeah yeah oh yeah. my god no it's uh we have a great fishery here and if you can get some fresh fish you know like i give away all the fish i catch i just feed my neighborhood and uh, i give it to you yeah. i give it to all kinds of people and they just are just dreamy about it. You know, yeah. they get they get so excited because it makes a big difference. I gotta give a shout out to Hans and Heidi from H and H Fish. I've got H and H Fish. So if you want some fish, get down to H and H Fish. Uh, their store is open. I don't think Tuesday you can get Sunday. a fresher product no. um, than no, just so. going down there and grabbing it. I'm so. getting on his boat. You can't. Right. Yep. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate thanks, Jason. Yeah, thanks very much. We'll, uh, we'll be on the water tomorrow. We'll see you on the water. Secret show this week. Remember that? Oh, we got to do it. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to pop something up in the next couple of days. Secret show. Secret show. So pay attention, and it'll be worth it. Till then, good night.
miserable place right there. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Well, that's why there's so many murders on the trail, huh? <laughs> Where is that, in England? Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. 